It's time to take a deep breath. Whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing, please welcome Lexi and Michelle. To Deep Breath Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm here with my friend Lexi. Hi Michelle. Hi friends. So friends, let's take a breath together. A slow inhale. And then an exhale that allows you to anchor and that holds you steady. Thanks for joining us today. Mm. We're excited to be together with each other and with you. And today we're going to talk about something called the second half of life. And so if you're like me, you're like, oh, what is that? that yeah. When, is that a certain age? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it helps to think about it as a marker, but it usually doesn't have to do with age, though maybe there's a in general sense mm-hmm. of um, the midlife section of your life right but it's not you hit 39 yeah and and boom boom. you're in the second Second half half of life (laughs) right well let me just add a little bit of definition we are mostly um getting this concept and some of these ideas from a book called falling upward a spirituality for the two halves of life and it's by richard Rohr. i remember vividly when Mm. i first read this book Mm. i'll say more about that in a bit but so the second half of life is something that you are um, maybe not, you may, you're led there mm. or maybe pushed there. Okay. And we yeah. might say more about that in a bit, but let's, it can be a strong container for your identity. It's your first half. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's your first half. Then the second half in contrast is where you find the contents of that container and what was it, what was that meant to hold? Mm. So that's the contrast. Um, so container, you're yeah, building a first container half. first half of your life. Yep. For your identity, kind of building your identity. Yeah. And, all and the then things. the second half, you're kind of unpacking that. Mm. And so now what, what do these contents mean? What does it hold? This, yeah. What's the hold? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is it meant for you? Mm-hmm. And then the, in the first half, it's about success, and this is the way I, I usually explain it to people. Is so I've got my list, mm. um, the American dream. Maybe I've got to, I've got to get married. I'm going to live somewhere. I've got yeah, my career, my home, my security. What am I building yep. as a family, as a life? Yeah, uh, what's important to me? Kind of what you've always dreamed of all your life, and as a kid, and now you're going to make it all happen. Yeah. You're essentially writing the script. Yeah, and then in the second half of life. You're owning that script and you're, you're kind of purifying your motives and your intentions Mm. and you're writing the commentary for your script. Mm. (laughs) In other words, you're once again, unpacking, what was that whole first half about? Yeah. Now I've got, I've checked those things off my list of what I always wanted and now what? Or, or if you didn't check them off your list, are they still on there? Right. Maybe. (laughs) Is that actually what I want? If I want to keep pursuing yeah. Maybe. It's a lot of whys. Whys, what now? What it, Who what am just I now? happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> in, in the beginning yeah, of life. Yeah, 20s and 30s, right? And, and yeah. again, we're being generalized with yeah. the age. And just another way that this might look is um, some people find that they're actually um, more introverted because they're unpacking all that mm. life through them in the first half. And also the need to move toward under stimulation. 
So life has stimulated us enough. Now we've got to process and integrate it, which might mean you more drawn to poetry, Hmm. mystics, silence. And this is all true of me. Um, This has all happened. Yeah. Hmm. And also your world grows larger. And, but your close circle of friends is smaller and more intimate. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of contrasting your first and second half. It's not what, s- what hard we're talking and fast about rules. Second half, yeah. And I, what I kept thinking about and hearing within that is external and internal. So mm. in talking yeah. about building the container, your identity, another word that you could use is ego. And I think that that mm-hmm. has negative connotations like, you know, I have such a big ego. And mm-hmm. actually our ego is a sense of self. And that's actually really important that we have our own sense of self. You know, that happens like when we're about two, we have to start this need to um, separate ourselves and know who we are apart from our care takers or care providers. Right. And and so that's healthy and normal. And the first half of our life is building that sense of self, identity, and you can say ego. Right. Right. And so in the second half of life, though, we notice where we start to probably notice if we're those, some of those identity pieces were what would hold to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Expectations from outside. That so we just ext- took on. Yes. That we yeah. took on. That was external. And so I think we get quieter so we can be in. in- introspective mm-hmm. so we can internally see who who am I there's a new question I think in our 20s we're all asking who am I and what do I want to do mm-hmm. and now it becomes later on often in our 40s late 30s um but not always again it's not about the age it's just that yeah. after we've lived enough life of building up that identity with a lot of probably doing but it's also this labeling and understanding ourselves through other people now it's time to understand who we are from a mm-hmm. deep sense of self, right? The internal. I think that's why maybe we get a little bit more quiet and um, introverted. I think I would say that about myself. I need to get quiet to re-engage with the truest part of me and not what other people expect of me, mm-hmm. um, what they say about me. External noises do have to die down in order for you to kind of strip that false self. Yeah, so it can kind of e- ri- yeah. rise up. I always consider it needing to rise back up yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. The true self. Yeah. So what was your experience with being able to name you in your second half of life? It was someone putting the falling upward book in my hands Mm -hmm. and they said, I think you might be here. (laughs) Right. And they noticed. Yeah. I cracked the book and like, oh, now it makes sense. Mm. Now it makes sense. These questions that I have, these ways of being that aren't working for me anymore, being in the world and being with God Mm. and my relationship to God. It didn't work the way it used to in the first half of life. Mm-hmm. And and let me just say, there's nothing wrong with the first half of life. We're not right. saying it's bad. No, it's important. Yeah. And it's just, um, it's really a process. What I really resonate most from the kind of description that I read was this, um, this way of uh, listening to poets and mystics and wanting silence and less stimulation that's not me in my 20s and 30s. No. I would, yeah. If you would have said, who's Michelle going to be in her 40s and 50s, I'd never say, <laughs> I'm going to read poetry and be into mystics and, um, you know, and like silence. From, yeah. No. From that's social gatherings and so anti-Michelle. And I'm still very much of a gatherer. And I'm very much into being with people. But right. it, I have to have so much more silence now. Yeah. And I need to then 
process. I'm in my journal more like working through interior. Mm -hmm. What was that about Mm -hmm. that I just Mm -hmm. did with all those people? You know, I have Mm -hmm. to then internalize it and and say, now where's my true self in there? Where's my false self? Mm -hmm. You know, all of that Mm -hmm. is this not that I process that daily and every time I'm with people, but it's so much more yeah. upfront. I'm reading poetry books now. Who mm-hmm. am I, right? <laughs> but I, I find it, I'll say this, find it so freeing. Mm. So much of who I was in my 20s and 30s has fallen off. Mm-hmm. I, would na- I would not go back. Right. I found it so freeing. Right. But, but not without help. But if I was going to talk to a 20 or 30-year-old, mm-hmm. I wouldn't give them the advice of moving this process along, right? No, Because no. both are important that we experience it and so what I from this book I don't remember when I read it but I know that the process of my second half of life actually actually came from I think one of the quotes that you you gave was about you know being guided or maybe forced and Mm -hmm. I felt there were things that there was failure of form and function in my life that actually moved me towards second half of life Mm -hmm. and that was painful and a very difficult season, but now I see the absolute beauty and the necessity of it. I wouldn't change it for anything to right. be able to move into this second part of my life. And it's not one and done. It's not no, linear. No. There is um, waves. I see it more of like waves coming and going. And mm. um, But that was my experience, was a failure of the way that my life had been set up and where it was moving and how things were working for me. And one of them being my relationship to God. Uh, I wouldn't say my relationship to God had failed. It was just that the things that brought me into his presence and the connection and the way that I related to God, um, that failed. Does that make sense? Yes. Like he didn't fail, yeah. but like the way that I connect and connections and my understanding mm-hmm. um, was really shifting, like te- the tectonic plate shifting. And you could start to think what's wrong with myself, with me. Um, yeah, wondering what, what is going on and where, where is this taking me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was fortunate to find a guide mm-hmm. to, to help me with that. Um, and eventually I was led to this book maybe a couple years later that really helped with the language and something that I've been wondering about because of, you know, so many people my age, kind of this happening again, it's not about age, but there's a a shifting that's happening a lot of us as we turn 40. Um, I noticed a lot of us were in counseling, a lot of us were having these <laughs> questions and wondering what yeah. am I doing with my life now? And I started pondering the concept of midlife crisis. Yeah. That seems to be a, a concept that we're aware of because there's a stereotype that, because it happens. It's a common term. Common, that we almost have these horrible jokes about, you know, like, mm-hmm the man who leaves his wife or buys the sports car or whatever in China. But, but what's happening, I think, there is that they're trying to c- continue in the way that they always have with building the container when really it's a dying to the, that way mm-hmm. and moving into um, what we described in the second half of life of being this internal knowing who they are as opposed to these outward symbols of success. That has yeah. a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, and that can be why I think that that is what we're more aware of as a midlife crisis is because um, there's pain in the letting go of what yeah. we had been doing. Yes. Even if it's not working anymore, it's very risky and scary feeling. Yes. and loss. Mm-hmm. Into something that's unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, the ideals being let go of can be very um, disconcerting and maybe 
almost that you don't even realize that that's a potential. Like, no, I just mm-hmm. get to keep going the way I've been going. Right. It's comfortable. And mm-hmm. It's the way to go. We think. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the way to go. Uh-huh. That's the external identity and it's scary mm-hmm. to go inward to find our yes, it ident- is. identity. So I would, I would say that as I've gone through the last few years and then of course observing the people around me as they are trying to walk through this healthy is that the midlife crisis is something that is the unhealthy way to move into our second half of life. And so what I see is it's actually really normal and natural, something God intended mm-hmm. for us to build up our sense of self, to be creating our lives through our career and family and who we are becoming. Yeah. And then and then essentially, not totally deconstruct us down, but really narrow down the things that we really are created to be and to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so friends, if you're experiencing some kind of disillusionment, um, and, and you're like, who am I now? And and now what? What is all this meant? You know, my kids are getting older or my my job, I mean, I'm settled in it. And now what? Any kind of disillusionment. So you might want to consider, am I in the second half of life? Um, is this what's happening? Mm-hmm. And if so, it's be encouraged. It's normal. Mm-hmm. And maybe beyond even normal is like, this is what God wanted. Yeah. This is actually what how he, he designed us. Designed. Mm-hmm. And, and I might just add that um, it is hard sometimes when you're in second half life to find your place in church. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of community because um, it's really set up for a first half of life. Just know that's true. There's more to be said on that, but read read the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and But second encouragement that Lexi and I would have for you is find yourself a guide, mm-hmm. a spiritual director, a pastor, a soul friend, a counselor, any somebody who can walk alongside you or somebody who's already gone through second right. half because once you're in the you've, you know, way – way through the second half life perfect to have that as a mentor to walk you through when you're just starting in the second half of life and working through it yeah absolutely yeah friends so as we close i'm going to read this blessing over you in the second half of the spiritual life you're not making choices as much as you're being guided taught and led which leads to choiceless choice these are the things you cannot because of what you have become things you do not need to do because they are not yours to do and things you absolutely must do because they are your destiny and your deepest desire your driving motives are no longer money success or the approval of others you have found your sacred dance i love that yeah me too well thanks michelle thanks lexi bye friends bye friends We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform, subscribe to listen in next time, and don't forget to take a deep breath.